Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. I am Reagan. This is the F the Nice Guy podcast, and I'm back with <laughs> Kate. <laughs> it's me again, five minutes later. Um, <laughs> still here. We are continuing our conversation on the spiritual nice guys. So, Kate, if you're cool with it, I just want to literally hop right back in where we left off. Let's do it. There's a reason why I do not trust um, male masseuses anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. What? Am I going to freak out? How bad is it? I mean, I'll put a little bit of a trigger warning. It does mirror a lot of what you um, were just talking about, but it happened personally to me. So back in my, from like 18 to 24, I was a bartender in the summers up north. And I worked like double shifts at two different bars. I would work at a tiki bar during the day. And then I would immediately go to my night shift and I would work till bar time. So I was working from like 9 a.m. till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, nonstop all summer. Like I was big, but I was so tired and I was on my feet all day. And so like I decided when I finally had a weekend off for the first time in like, I don't know, 14 days straight of working that I was going to get a massage. And I went on the yellow pages because this was still back when like that was a thing, I guess. I remember <laughs> looking at the yellow pages because I didn't know it wasn't like where I lived permanently. It was a, my summer home. So I was just looking for somebody and I found somebody who is listed as like a like a licensed masseuse and also included like um, sound healing, like that sort of realm. Oh my God, here we go. And I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go here. So I called and he had availability on the day that I had off. And so I went. And at this point in my life, I will preface it by saying, like, I think to explain the mindset that I had going into it, I was, I was very much a pick me girl. (laughs) I'll admit it. I'll be the first one to admit it. I worked in a marina. I worked with a bunch of guys. I dated several of these guys. We all skied together on the ski team. Like it was kind of like the women who worked there, it was just understood that you were objectified. Like you were working at a, at a tiki bar in a bikini. Like, hold, hold. I, I don't mean to interrupt. You were pick me how? I enjoyed being like the guy's girl. I fed off of the attention I got um, for my physical body. Like it didn't bother me to be objectified. I felt like it, was validating to me at the time. And I put up with a lot of really inappropriate behavior because I felt like it was, it made me like cool, a guy's, a guy's girl, a cool girl. Yeah. Can I just want to throw this out here real quick. I feel like pick me is like you, you put down other women. I mean, I feel like you were probably just someone who was overwhelmed with misogyny and sexism like to the point of like oh this is normal and this is this is a way that i get validation you know what i mean like because i'm not trying to like go against what you're saying but i feel like i don't want to invalidate probably the environment that you were in yeah that makes sense i i didn't i didn't intentionally go my my goal was not to put down other women i'll eliminate that yeah i wasn't that type of of person but i was definitely like um even if I had an uncomfortable feeling or if I knew in my gut that like what somebody was saying about me and about my coworkers was inappropriate. One of our, one of the the men who worked in the front mm-hmm. of the Marina, um, I laughed it off. I, I never stood up to it. I never, yeah. it was, you know, 
validating to me at the time. Like I, I like fed off of it and it was, it's embarrassing looking back on it now for sure, because I, I don't know. I think maybe I should unpack that more in therapy. I'm like, yeah, I, I apologize. I, I I just, it it doesn't help that I'm your cousin. You know, there's a lot on the line here for how much I love you. Right. But (laughs) I don't, I don't think that's fair to save yourself. I don't think that's a fair characterization. I have heard women be harsh with themselves about stuff like that, but it's also like when you are inundated with sexism, like I was in the agency world, that's, it's like horrible or film bros, horrible sexism. It's like you, you are told this is your worth here. This is your worth here. You're cool. You can joke. You can laugh. That's why we like you. You're cool. You're chill. Your body is your currency. Like in these climates, like that's literally in your case, you're like working place where you're getting tipped, I'm sure. Like, oh, yeah. This is the place with the guy, uh, the squirrel jizz guy. Oh, I'll never forget squirrel jizz man ever in my yeah. life. I wish you I could. Are, that was his whole shtick was objectifying the bartender's right. bodies. And like, that's what he would base his tips off of was like how good your tits looked on any oh, given Jesus day. Jesus God, Kate. But, so, but it's yeah. like <laughs> that, when faced with that, like you are one person in a sea of men doing this and all of them acting like it's okay. And all of them right. acting like it's cool. You're the one who's uncool if you can't laugh about it. You're the one who's making a big deal about it. Like yeah. to fit in in those environments, you either bail immediately or you are broken. You are broken in those environments and you are forced to laugh with it. Because what else do you freaking do when right. faced with that every day, yeah. all day? So I just want to throw that out there. I would love, like, <laughs> as as someone who has been in those environments and has... Like, I look back on those moments, too, where I'm like, damn, I really should have said something. But it's like, that's not on you. No, I agree. I, I'll I'll take that back about myself because I feel like that was a little harsh. Yeah, that was harsh. <laughs> that's harsh. I love you. It was. Unpack I that. I just, that's not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was such a weird dynamic, too, because I still view a lot of those coworkers as very close friends. Because when, when shit really hit the fan and there was, like, dangerous men they were the ones who would come and like protect me. So it was very, very weird confusing. dynamic of it. Yes. Very confusing. But anyways, that, that, sorry, point, sorry. I no, just did. You're good. I'm sorry. I just wanted right. to let that stand. Cause I'm like, that's not fair to you. Okay. Go ahead. You're right, you're right though. That's, that's very true. Um, But that was my mindset at sure. the time going into this was like, my body is currency. You know, I was the be- in the best shape of my life. Like I was proud of how I looked or whatever. So sure. it was like, um, I just didn't <laughs> anyways I went and I did this massage and this much older man Ugh. did exactly what you said to my chest oh uh my he God. told me to get fully undressed down I, I mean I had my underwear on but I was fully naked on the top and he I remember he never asked my permission he just told me it was something Swedish some sort of chakra energy release because he could feel the tension because I had explained to him like yeah I'm here to like relieve some tension I've been working like really long hours I'm on my feet all day and his excuse was like oh I know what to do to best relieve that and he went fully skin to skin my entire chest I mean my entire chest not not like my muscles like my pecs he he went for it and you know, Jesus. like I said, trigger warning. 
I remember feeling very, very uncomfortable and, but like also trusting like, okay, he said he gave me some term, some Swedish, whatever, like he knows what he's doing. Maybe this is really going to, I'm going to feel good when this is done. Maybe it will release some sort of tension. I'm hope, like, I don't know. I was like, I remember like ideas rolling through my head while of this was course. happening. Of course. Like convincing myself he knew what he was doing. Anyways, it got done, like most uncomfortable, most like adrenaline surging massage of my life, not relaxing in the least. And I remember right. getting out to my car and getting in the silence and like closing the door of my car and bursting into tears. Oh, no. And like, I'm not a crier. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not like an outwardly emotional person in that way. But like, it was this sudden rush, like you said, of like everything flooding in and realization happening all at once that like mm -hmm. what just happened to me was not appropriate and I'm not okay with it. And I don't know how to like reconcile it in my head. And I don't like, it was just this, it was a really, really garbage man. Yeah. That fully, fully taking advantage of me. He was probably 40 <gasps> and I was oh, man. 19. Ew. Ew. And also for the for the record, like anyone listening, if you're getting energy work done ever, um, I got somewhat trained in it. Like if someone's working on your heart chakra, they can go through your back. That's literally the training is to go through a woman's back. You don't touch a woman's chest unless you had for some reason had consent. So like, please don't buy that. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit if a guy tries, uh, some energy spiritual bro somewhere tries to pull that shit with you. Ugh. Yeah. And Carry I remember Kate, thinking like, no, you're good. Because I remember trying to think back, like, did he ask me? Like, did I have a chance to tell him, no, I'm not comfortable with this? And I remember specifically his wording was like, I'm going to, not can I, do I have your permission to? There was no, and this was pre like really becoming aware of what consent sure. meant like I was in the early stages of college I came from a small town it wasn't like part of the conversation yet like any of that dialogue so it was me just like roiling and toiling in my in my brain of like what the hell just happened where did I go wrong what could I have done differently like mm. and then it just like it, it just Disgusting. very much a man who was taking advantage of his role and of his expertise in quotations for the people who can't see me and fully took advantage of me. And I, I never did anything about it because I was ashamed as hell. I didn't want to tell my parents. I, I think I told like one coworker about it and she was like, you should file a police report. And I was like, yeah, with what proof? Right. Like you said, my word against his, all he has to say is I was doing my Swedish, whatever technique, blah, blah, blah. You could have said no at any time. Like, it was such a, this weird cloudy gray area of like, he's a professional, but I was uncomfortable, but I'm uncomfortable for a reason. But where do you draw Like, where did it, it was, oh, it was so bad. But oh it makes God. total sense after your story, like you're saying things and I'm like, yep, mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. yep, the, the spiritual like he had the sound bowl oh he my god during the massage it was like this whole this whole shtick that you that's had. the thing it's it's like your guard is so down because it's like they're putting you in a world like a lot of people aren't totally familiar with like right you know I like wasn't. They, right 19? like 
you're like, I don't know. Like, like, you know, if, if a massage, if a strictly massage therapist did that, you may have had a little bit more of a like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But like, when they put it in that world, it's like, oh, everything's been so nice. Everything's so great. And then they just left field, do something like that. And you're just like, whoa, what just happened? I mean, it's, it's so scary. Like these types of dudes are out there and like the nice guy part of it is just inherent in the type of work they're doing. They're just taking advantage of their role. Like, and like, of course he's asking me questions. Like, what are you here for? Well, what do you do for work? And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm on my feet all day. I'm outside. I'm, I'm getting sunburned. I'm in a bikini. Like, these little tidbits of information, you know, he's putting in the back of his head, like, okay, she's really body, body forward or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I was probably putting off the impression that like, I, I was, I don't want to say sex positive. That's definitely not how the conversation went, but like a confident girl, I guess. Yes. And like in my head, as it was happening, I was, I, I remember thinking like, it's fine. It's just my boobs. Like, it's no big deal. I have my boobs out on, in a bikini. Right. Like, it's no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Until the end when I get out to my car and I'm like, no, that was a big deal. I'm really right. uncomfortable. Like, like every nerve in my body is screaming that that was wrong. And he had no right. It, 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 I mean, I definitely think I'm sure like that was ammunition for like, oh, I can probably manipulate this person. Like, I, 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 it probably would have happened no matter what you said. If someone's like a predator, I, I doubt that. Unless you're like, my dad's the police, <laughs> like the chief of police right. or something, then maybe. But and he was close enough too that if he knew the place, if I, if I named the place that I worked, I'm sure he knew the dynamic of right. that place. Right. Uh, and that would have been enough. <laughs> Sorry, that was that got dark. <laughs> no, no, this is you, a, you no. can cut it out if you want. No, no, I'm, I probably won't because I think it's important. Like, this is what happens in those spaces. Like, this this is what people need to look out for. I don't want people to be on the table when something yeah. happens and then be like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. you have to look. I don't care what the setting is. You have to look at this the same way of, like, you have every right at any point to voice your concern when something right. doesn't feel right to you. And they put you in situations where, like, you're like, I guess you're the expert. I guess I don't know how this goes. Like, it's just it it's sets women up for failure. It sets women up to be exploited. And it's disgusting. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. I, it's just. Mm. It's crazy because like when I think about coming on this podcast I, and I haven't been like really thinking about the topic in a while, I'm like, oh, shoot, what are we like? What are we going to talk about? And then you like you find a niche like this and there are so many where these men exist in like the spiritual world, in the massage therapy world. And like, they're their own species of like the nice guy. And you can totally unpack each of those different categories. Right. Right. Like, I feel like anybody could come on here and be like, name a profession like okay construction workers okay let's go we do a whole episode on right that. okay right musicians whole episode uh, idolizing actors whole episode oh definitely that. like they're everywhere and it's it's crazy to me how like you telling your story first i'm literally like yep 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 that same thing happened to me yep and the the patterns of their behavior are so consistent even in their their niche in their specific field and it's like 
it's worth talking about because yeah, you could have somebody who's really into <laughs> massage therapy and finds a new therapist who they think is really yeah. uh, qualified and then they get put in a position like this and it's like, there's red flags universally and then mm-hmm. there's red flags very specifically and this is a very specific red flag. Yeah. And, and I mean, for me, it was so eye opening because my naive assumption was like, oh, there'll be better men here. Yeah. Like, this is a place of accountability. This is a place of self work. This is a place where people want to help others heal. Like, this is a place where energy matters. No one would do something that's bad energy. Like, they're hyper aware of their energy. How could they ever live with themselves if they did something like that, if they are energy conscious? And instead, now I realize, like, there are great men who do spiritual work, obviously, but it is also a place with very confusing boundaries. It's a place where you give up the authority to someone above you. They're, they're, are people in positions of power such as the the energy healer the guru there is a inherent power dynamic in this community that can be taken advantage of and there are women who literally you just wanted to relax the assumption and what you're told is necessary is to let your guard down and that's normal it's no you were not clothed but in this case that's normal you are told that the price of entry into these spaces is to be boundaryless, is to be fully open, is to be able to go with whatever the person who has the power in the situation is telling you is right. That is the price of entry to these places. And while in some cases that can be good, in other cases, it is literally the best place for a predator to go. Right. And that's what's crazy. It's like you, you would never have your clothes off. But you would because yeah. it's massage. I yeah. would never let a man that close to me and at night, but I would because he was supposed to be my friend and and my yeah. my uh, mentor. Yeah. And it's because it's like it's not optional in these spaces. It's not optional. Like it is expected. If you don't do it, you look weird. Right. And to your point, it's the same dynamic in a different flavor as the men at the bar who are, are who are sexualizing you in your swimsuit and you have to joke with them or you're the odd man out or you're the weird one it's the same thing it's like if you go into a spiritual space and you're like i don't want to be touched and i don't like people in my space and i don't i don't give information freely like i i'm not going to just share my trauma with you you mm-hmm. would be looked at like the weird one you would be looked at like Oh, I guess she's not, she's not ready to heal. She's not ready to be vulnerable. And it's like, no, that person has boundaries. Right. Yeah. Period. That's like, I literally, aside from the other stuff I said, um, the, the lack of boundaries in the spaces was amazing to me. Like it was, it was assumed you had no boundaries. It was assumed anyone could say anything to you. It was assumed anyone could give you any advice they wanted. Uh, people with no, again, this is just the community I was in. I'm not speaking for all communities. Um, people with no qualifications were giving you advice. People who were holding tr- quote unquote trauma retreats or or helping women work through their trauma had no training to do that. And we're doing right. it like that's that's the world. And like I remember people would be unloading their trauma in front of you and you just have to like absorb it like like it was just it's just a crazy crazy world 
there's no there's no universally safe space no where they don't truly. exist like, I never thought about this this makes so much sense until this conversation that's what I mean like you know we we get into the a discussion it's like a light bulb goes off and now I'm like this whole conversation I'm like holy shit mm-hmm. yeah like the massage therapy and spirituality world is a breeding ground mm-hmm. for men like this like what it's like a beacon like oh yes. you want all the opportunities come yes. here learn how to give a shitty massage learn how- exactly literally just go to massage school and then not all not all massage therapists like i would hope a majority of massage therapists aren't bad people not all energy people are bad not all spiritual people are bad some of my best friends are very spiritual are still in these circles do amazing work that's all fair and valid and wonderful but you have to recognize it is a great place for bad people it's very easy to, it's so easy to skirt responsibility. It's so easy for these men to manipulate women in, in the space by, you know, saying it's, it's this, that, or the other thing. Like, like, let's just use my example. Like he didn't come out and say, Hey, I like you and I'm attracted to you. He said, I saw a past life where we were together and in the spiritual world in the one I was in, like, Someone having a past life with you is like they're linked to you. He puts the responsibility on something. Yes. Ethereal and, yes. and ethereal. Not ethereal. 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 Never say that word right. But it's almost like he doesn't. He puts the responsibility off of himself. He's like, yeah, but I mean, in our previous life, like yeah, that, there's, we there's something couple. there. I can't, I didn't choose that. It's yeah, like. I can't have no control. I just saw it. Yeah. And you can't question it right because then you're like not validating his whatever his experience which is like the cardinal sin of in those communities is to not just like blatantly agree like it's so bizarre because it's kind of put in under the framework of like everybody's opinions valued because people believe all kinds of different things but like you are not allowed to question shit so if he were to say that to me and i were to say like i don't think that's true i think you're manipulating me like that would be a huge deal like yeah, that like denying that. his truth <laughs> yeah yeah i did see that past life it's like all right and like for for another thing i'll just throw this out here if somebody's trying to tell you your twin flames run (laughs) run because it has been there are so many men in the spiritual community who are absolutely emotionally abusive to women absolutely chaotic and like because that whole dynamic is supposed to be like you trigger stuff in each other that's this is what they say you like you you're you're meant to help each other grow but a twin flame there is one there is one period so that's all you get if you choose to not be with your twin flame that's fine but that's the one and that's the one that you're saying bye-bye to and again i'm speaking i'm not speaking in an intellectual manner about this because i've I saw it used in such a disgusting way that I really wasn't that interested. But um, the way it's used in a toxic manner is that these men would convince these women that they were their twin flames, which would excuse all of their horrible behavior. And then it sets in stone that I am the one. I am important to you and I will be the only one. So it sets this urgency and this importance to the relationship, whereas most People would be like, oh, no, like, I'm not putting up with that. But because it's like, yeah, but I'm your twin flame. We're destined. We're predestined to be together in some fashion. They'll stay in it. 
And like, there is like uh, Dr. Romney, who's a narcissist expert, did a video on like how often narcissists use that terminology to yeah. manipulate the people they're with because a toxic relationship mirrors in many ways a quote unquote twin flame. And it's like, I saw that happen to so many people. Like I literally, there was a guy who was absolutely abusive to my friend who she ended up getting away from him, but because he had convinced her of that, she would not leave. She would not get away from him for the longest time because they were destined, Kate. They were twin There's flames. responsibility there. You have to yeah. work for it. And I, again, that was something he brought to the table that they were. Of course, it was his his uh his vision, his download from the universe was they were twin flames. Again, I am still a very I'm a you know I'm a spiritual person and I still believe in like energy and the universe, all those things um you know i i think astrology is cool like i like i think it's like getting readings is is uh can be helpful um but it's still important to acknowledge the dangers the risk in that type of environment there's like three predatory people at one point in a small circle of my friends that all got outed and i was just like oh my god this this place is <laughs> full of them and like it's also like oddly being can i just this is just a tangent if you don't mind but being gay in those circles is super weird because it's very in the circles i was in which is like midwest spirituality so take that as you will um but like it was so gendered it was so gendered like i would be at i would be at like uh meditations and they'd be like the man is, is so strong in his masculine energy and he's meant to be the leader of the family and I and and the woman's in her feminine energy I'm like um I'm gay so like the what man that mean for me yeah, right the man and the woman complete each other in perfect union and I was like hmm I feel like this is not for me and like all women need to be mothers like that was a heavy and I was just like is this like just another flavor of misogyny that I'm tasting because it's it's tasting <laughs> a little churchy here it's tasting a little nuclear family traditional roles I'm getting a little bit of that flavor here in a place that I thought was supposed to be like wide open and like all kinds of different people with all different beliefs like it just very quickly funneled into the same shit. Yeah, there's a reason why that all pipelines to the homemaker. The women belongs in the home. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. people. There are people out there who don't subscribe to Christianity or the Christian beliefs that women need to be submissive to men who still believe that women need to be homesteaders. And sure. Be a, I mean, know. I just saw. I just there was somebody posted something about like take back that women can wear long dresses and cook in the kitchen and bake and stuff and i was like who's took that from you Who who's told you you can't do that you know it's like feel free if that's what you want to do it's it's just a bizarre like convinced people are convinced that like they can't do those things anymore and like, like the things that have been taken from women is their autonomy yeah right body. Not your ability to put on a long skirt and go sow some tomatoes in your yard. Like, you go do that. Feel free. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, honestly, it's, it's pretty it's a bizarre. Weird dialogue. It's a weird dialogue. It's a weird narrative. Um, 
And it's not all places because um, I have a good friend who lives like in Minnesota and she um, she actually is in a very wonderful spiritual community with a lot of queer and trans people and people of color. And it's very diverse and, and very, very tied to, you know, like human rights, which is where my brain goes. Right. Um, but not here not here that is not yeah. those two that i think should be inextricably linked you know right. being spiritual and caring about others uh it's just not not a, not a thing here so yeah um yeah it just ended up being there was a lot yeah it, it, it is weird how somehow like now spiritual men are like convincing women to like go back to the old ways under the guise of spirituality uh yeah it's become a very a very selfish thing very yeah it is very people selfish. are like i'm i'm in in my my me era like it's all about me it's all about my my growth my healing my sure. me 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 yeah well and it's also like i hate to break it to everyone having been in that circle and knowing a lot of those people they're also big fat liars <laughs> like the ones that are on social media so many of them are big fat liars like i just knew so many people that posted stuff like definitely the men in particular but um they would just post about their relationships and what they were doing and how great this was and that was and it was like none of that's true like i know you personally dude like you're not a good partner you're not like like dad content when they were like not taking care of their children and like, like many people in the spiritual community would be teaching the thing that they were struggling with. Like the guy, the, the guy who was abusive towards my friend and had lost custody of their child together uh, was at the, the time that that was all happening, that he had lost custody, that she was getting away from him. He was marketing himself as a men, uh, men empowerment coach, like someone to go to, to be a better father and be a better man. Cool, cool. Literally yeah. simultaneously. Right. And I'm like, oh, mm. please. The power of the internet. I mean, we just, my last episode was just about, you know, TikTok dudes, but like, please be careful with the spiritual people as well, because they can also put up a front. And just because they say they're about good energy doesn't mean they are. Especially with like, oh, the, when you get into like the men and the life coaching and stuff, you're really. You can get into some toxic places. <laughs> murky waters. We're getting some murky waters here. This is not as deep as the underwear tattoo conversation. I'm so glad I, I played that for you because I, I can't keep that to myself. I cannot. I go upstairs and sing that in Aaron's ear. <laughs> I have a song for you. It's from a. It, it's going to so lull good. you to sleep. Yeah, like, uh, again, the power of that community was that I thought that was just a-okay behavior. <laughs> just fine. He's this just fine. open. He's free. He's silly. He's a silly. He's, he's a crisscross applesauce boy. He likes to go hiking. In goofy and mood. He's, he's, I'm in a silly goofy mood. I think it's important just to wrap this whole tangent up okay i think it's important to understand the dynamics of the situations we're in and the dynamics of the groups that we're dealing with or the occupation or whatever it is 
just fully understanding it so that you can understand the risks walking into it to see the red flags. And like in the spiritual spaces, like understanding this brings creepers in someone, a masseuse, somebody who literally has free act, like has unlimited access to women taking their clothes off and putting hands on them and it being professional. Right. Like we just have to be, and if something happens to you, I just want to put, it is not your fault. If someone takes advantage of their position, that was not your fault. That is not at all what I'm saying. We do not victim blame here. It is not your fault. Someone doing something predatory to you is never your fault. But what I am saying is if we can be a little more aware of this going into it, we can hopefully catch the red flags because I didn't, I just missed them completely. And it's like, I wish I knew that. And I wish like, to your point, like if we both would have known the dynamics better, we probably both would have said something. Oh yeah. I mean, I think about it now and I'm like, Ooh, what I would have done differently. Right. But you didn't, because again, we didn't like the power dynamic was off. The power dynamic was off. The knowledge wasn't there and somebody was abusing their power. And it's like, I just want to get enough information out there of like, here's an area where like great things can happen, but bad things can happen too. any, whatever I can do to prevent a woman from having a, being touched in a way they don't like, or being face-to-face crisscross applesauce with an absolute lunatic like anything I can do to prevent that from happening I will because we just there's multifaceted multifacets of the nice guy like it's the same shitty behavior it's the same shitty ideas it's the same entitlement it's the same entitlement it's the same misogyny but it comes in different flavors and it thrives in different areas and that's what I'm trying to like highlight yeah there's different specific red flags in different specific areas Mm -hmm. that are worth discussing for sure yeah and i don't care what the setting is you have every right to hold boundaries in every setting Mm -hmm. like every every single setting you're in professionally or spiritually whatever the case you have the right to say no at any point to anything Yep. period do you, have, do you have any final thoughts before i wrap this up um if you're in this specific situation you know you're getting spiritual work done you're getting a massage done your your goal is to be vulnerable enough to have energy healing or physical healing or relaxation just be aware that these people do exist in those spaces and a lot of them are safe a lot of them are very good at their jobs i have I have encountered those people. I adore them. They have made a massive impact on my life in a positive way, but that does not eliminate the risk of the people taking advantage of those positions. And you will just always have to be aware to watch out for the red flags because unfortunately we have risk wherever we go as women. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? My yeah. God. Okay. Well, thank you, Kate, for being here and uh, going on this spiritual journey with me. (laughs) This was very healing. I'm so enlightened (laughs) right now. I'm so activated. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. I can't. Okay. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Oh, also, if there's a genre of nice guy that we have not covered that you would like to hear about, please send it to the F the nice guy podcast at gmail.com because like Kate said, there's just a bajillion of them. And uh, I, I bet we'll have a story for it. If you give us a topic, 
we will give you a story. Uh, and also, obviously, if you have a story, make sure you're sending it in. Also, a huge shout out to our new patrons on the F the Nice Guy Patreon. We have Bethany, Christy, and Kylie. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon and supporting us. It means the absolute world to us because it's with your support that this podcast happens. If you would like to be a patron for the F the Nice Guy podcast, please go ahead and join our Patreon. We have extra stuff on there like stuff that didn't make it into the podcast, some Patreon exclusive episodes, just lots of fun stuff. There will be a link to the Patreon in the episode notes. So thank you again, Kate, for being here. Of course. You'll be back. <laughs> of course. <laughs> You'll be back. Uh, and thank you to all of our listeners. And as always, my friends. That's the nice guy. <laughs>